you did a fix and flip deal and made, I think, an $85,000 profit on this flip. Is that right? That, that's correct. And everything went totally smooth, totally perfect, right? No. no. <laughs> it never does. It never does. No, so. it never does. So, Gage, let's talk about it. Uh, tell us first, how long ago did you get started in real estate investing? And did you do some wholesaling first and then jump in the fix and flip? Or did you just go straight in the fix and flip? So, um, I actually got started in, uh, I, I didn't start out with wholesaling. Um, actually, uh, I just recently kind of got into wholesaling just on the side and done a couple of deals there, maybe like three or four. We actually got into, my wife and I, we got into fix and flip uh, first. And we started in, I want to say about 2019. Uh, this was before we formed an LLC and actually started making it a business. Mm-hmm. And um, we bought a house in 2019. We lived in it for about two years. And then whenever we're getting ready to sell, we actually had to renovate it and flip it. It needed some leveling. And so from doing that property, that kind of got me into wanting to do more because we really enjoyed it. It was fun. It kind of became like a family endeavor. And um, so after that one, I started watching your videos. I actually found you on YouTube uh, the following year. (laughs) (laughs) And um, after watching your videos for a year, I decided, you know what, this is pretty awesome. I've already been in real estate. I've had my real estate license since 2018. Mm. And um, I've just never been on the investing side of things. San Antonio. We're located out of San Antonio, Texas. Okay. So San Antonio. And so you're like, okay, I've, I'm, I've been learning. I've been watching Jerry's YouTube channel, gathering all this information about flipping. Let's go find a deal. You had your own experience with your own house. So you kind of saw that, wow, there's a process here of like making a property better and selling it retail. Tell us about that deal then. Where did you find it and how did you secure that contract on that deal? So that deal I actually found on Redfin. It was uh, for sale by owner. They were originally asking, I want to say they were asking 130 for the property. And I think we we put in an offer at uh, 100,000, just even. And the homeowner came back and offered 110 as a counter offer. And I told them I'd meet them in the middle at 105 and we'd, we'd sign everything right away. So we, uh, we met at 105 okay. and um, it was kind of nice working directly with the seller and, uh, and my real estate agent. So it kind of made that whole process a little bit smoother. We got the contract drafted up and uh, with this, it was actually going to be hard money. So um, okay. we, yeah. went, we went hard money um, through a couple of local people here and um, I think we did an eight day closing, I want to say. So since it's, fast yeah. Closing. yeah, so it was really fast. And I want to say we put 1% down for earnest money. So a couple hundred bucks down, locked it in, um, all parties signed the contract. And then we closed eight days later on the property. And did you do an inspection or did you just walk it? Or how did you feel good about the condition of it? Uh, I actually ended up walking it with my yeah. contractor. And um, we did we did no inspection, no contingencies, nothing like that. It was buy it as is, how it is, and yep, and take it from there. So, but did you walk it with your contractor before your offer? Is that how you did that then? Uh, yes, okay. yes, I did. Yeah. So we spent uh, before I submitted that offer, we actually went out and uh, spent a day. Well, we went out that day and spent about an hour walking the property, mm-hmm. and um, 
kind of estimated where we would need to be at. Yeah. So let me talk about this for a second, because one thing, Gage, that you're going to run into is as you continue to build your business is following that process uh, is very difficult to scale. Meaning um, it's very time consuming to go look at properties, bring your contractor, run your numbers, then make your offers. You'll find that uh, even full time, you might only get to a handful of offers a week doing it that way. Right. Cause it just takes, it takes half a day, you know, really to kind of do that whole process. And so really to start to turn volume on deals, whether it's wholesaling or fix and flip, you, you have to get to a process where you can get offers in front of those sellers without doing so much due diligence first, right? Right. Uh, and there's a balance there, right? Because we always do due diligence. It's just the timing of the due diligence. And so as you progress and learn in your business, you're, you'll get better and faster at uh, ballparking your figures for repairs, uh, building in a little bit of contingency for a, for like an inspection, then go look at the property with your contractor after right. the contract, not before the contract. Uh, right. so, so those are some ideas I just want to bring up as I'm hearing you explain your story. Let's talk about your financing then. So 105 on the buy. What was your rehab number? Uh, rehab. My original number was uh, 36,126. And you kept right on budget, right? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome no, to rehabbing. Yeah, we, we ran into some hiccups, of course. Yeah. You know, that's just uh, that's just part of it. But it um we went okay. over by about $10,000. That sounds about right. That's pretty normal. Yep. That's pretty normal. So your financing though, your did your lender give you purchase money and rehab money or just purchase money? How'd that work? Yeah. So uh, the way she does her deals is she'll fund it um, 70%. Mm-hmm. So loan to value. Um, but I actually got her, I kept it under that 70% threshold with my buy price and my rehab number. So she actually funded it, um, 100%. And I just had to come to the table with closing costs. That's um, phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she, did she say, when you said 70%, did she, did she take the 105 plus the, what'd you say? 35? The 36,000. 36. Yeah. So 141. Mm-hmm. Say okay, I'll lend you one forty one because I'm looking at a value of whatever two two fifty or whatever it was. What what was the value? Right um, after comps and everything we we're going to do to the property, uh, it would a resale was about it appraised at two fifty five. Yeah, okay. So, so but her said, max loan value was one fifty. Okay, so she went off of an ARV, a seventy percent of ARV, which is very common. Almost all hard money lenders do that. But what she didn't do is have a loan to cost. A lot of lenders will do only 80% of, of the your total cost or 90% maybe, but you got 100%, which is fantastic. In fact, I would latch onto that lender and really see what you can do to uh, continue at that at those yeah. times. Because that's, yeah. that's, that's outstanding. That's very, very low risk, very small almost nothing out of pocket to be doing fix and flip with one lender. Normally yeah. I have to combine money. I have to get a hard money lender and private investor and and combine money to get to a hundred percent. And you're doing it with one lender, which is phenomenal. So good, good for you. Thank you. Yeah. It was, it was a really good experience. How did you handle going over budget? Did you come out of pocket the extra cash? Uh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just pulled it out of my savings. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, we, we ended up making that money back. Sure. Um, yep. 
since we, we actually made the comps we ran originally were for a three, one. And so we actually turned it into a three, two and redid our comps and the home was valued at a higher uh, price point. Mm-hmm. So we made that money back by adding that second bathroom. You probably gained some market appreciation too, if depending on when that sold. But uh, let's talk about your rehab for a minute here. So you, you went in with a 35 budget, went about 10 over. What did you learn from your rehab? Where do you think you made the mistakes on your budget? Was it calculated overspending? Because sometimes you decide to spend more money to to try to increase value. Or was it just a mis, mismanagement of the budget? Um, I, I think for that, uh, I mean, I would say just kind of figure out where your money needs to go in the project. Yeah. Um, you know, because of course the entire rehab is important, but some things are more important and where you put your money, you know, like I could have saved costs, um, elsewhere by focusing on key points, like the kitchen, like that area people love to cook, you know, it's, it's a gas community. Um, so the kitchen's really important, uh, restrooms having a really nice, like primary bedroom and, uh, restrooms are very important in that area too. So, I think instead of spending extra money in different sections of that home and different parts of that home, um, you can kind of save a little bit by focusing on key areas, you know, of that property. Um, Another thing I learned is try not to do all the work yourself. (laughs) So my, uh, my dad, he used to be a uh, contractor and arborist um, has his HVAC, all that, all that good stuff. And so he actually came in with my brothers and, and helped me out with um, some of the framework, uh, some of the plumbing, and some of the HVAC. And we spent, I mean, we wasted so much time just trying to do it ourselves. We spent about three months to get that finished. And then we called our contractors in and they knocked it out. And I think 21 days, they finished that property. Yeah, I'm glad glad you're learning this lesson though, right? You do not want to be swinging the hammer, getting out the paintbrush, that's fine that you did that, but I'm I'm so glad that you're saying that you learn from that because you, Gage, you want this to be a business and a business you cannot be, that's not the best use of your time. Right. Yeah. And I just learned that, um, I mean, especially like with carrying cost and monthly cost and things that carry over to hold that property. Yeah. Uh, we, we could have saved, you know, it, it, that job could have been done in three days instead of three months. And we could have saved, you know, $1,400 a month and carrying costs just by hiring out a contractor, spending a little bit of extra money um, to get that job done anyways. So. Yeah, totally. Insurance and property taxes and your hard money lender, your utilities. Yeah, all that stuff adds yep. up. When 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 it's rehabbing, every day is costing. So, but you know what's you know what's crazy to think, Gage, is um as you go like this, if you keep doing like $85,000 profit deals and Maybe they don't all hit 85,000. That's phenomenal. But let's just say hypothetically you're hitting, you know, 50,000, 60,000 on these flips. You know, it doesn't take a lot of these to be doing a million dollars a year in, in, in net profit. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That, that's pretty that's, that's the exciting thing to think about. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Gage, all right, let's keep talking about your deal here. So uh, you go over budget. That happens. That's so frustrating when it does. You really, you really do have to constantly look at, okay, what did I think things were going to cost? What did they actually cost? Uh, I, we do on every single deal we do, we do a side-by-side. We actually have this in our Flipster software in our budget tracking tool, but there's the, what I thought it was going to cost and what it actually cost. 
And then there's that analysis of comparing the two because you really want to learn your numbers. So that way on the next deal, you know more what it's going to cost. You're not guessing so much. You're, you're, you're understanding the market and the numbers a lot better of what things actually cost. But that's a process right. and it's always a moving target. Yeah. So you went you went 10 over. So now you're at, you're all in for, what is it, around 150 or so? Uh, yeah. Yeah. About one. 151, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. And then uh took longer than you wanted, but you get this thing up for sale. And uh you had someone help you with the list as well. So you saved on some commissions, right? Yes. Yep. And, and she actually listed it, I think, for one percent. So yeah, very cool. Really helped us out. Yep. And then how long did it take to uh to get an offer? Uh well, we listed it. And I want to say day seven, somewhere around day seven and day 10, we, we had an offer on it. We actually had multiple offers. Um, and uh, the first offer was a cash offer and they actually put in an offer for 275. Uh, Cause I mean, at that time the market was still hot. It was, it was great. <laughs> and um, yeah, they had some concerns. So that first offer actually ended up backing out and um, we went to the second offer and actually ended up closing with that second offer. And it was right about uh, 250. That's what we closed at. Okay. So 250 on, on an offer and any hiccups with that, or did they close, you know, 30 days later or whatever? Yeah, they closed 30 days later, no hiccups. Um, had their inspector come out, take a look at it. Everything passed, everything looked great. And uh, yeah, they got a new home. And then after... After paying the 150 in total cost, right? You bought it for 105, spent about 45 or 46 on the rehab. Right. You had you had closing fees, you had commissions to agents, you had to pay off your lender, you had mm -hmm. cost to carry that loan for you know four or five months or whatever. All said and done, net net in your pocket profit around eighty five thousand dollars, right? Or a little bit yeah. more, you said. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing? And that's so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, after that, it just made me want to do more. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was going to ask you next. What did that feel like to do this flip and get an $85,000 check or profit? What was, what was emotionally, what did that uh, do for you? Uh, I mean, I, I just remember we're, we're driving to closing and um, it, it was kind of like a moment of realization, like, holy, holy crap. We did this, you know, like uh, we we did this property. It turned out beautiful. We put a lot of work into it, a lot of energy and effort. And uh, it was just really rewarding. And uh, I remember looking over at my wife and we're just like smiling and laughing and <laughs> and just really excited to go to closing, sign these papers and get this check. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it was rewarding for cool. sure. Well, Gage, you're a flipping genius, guys. Leave a comment and say, Gage, you're a flipping genius. That's super cool. So proud of your success doing this deal. I like to ask this too. What would be your number one piece of advice that you would say to somebody watching this video that maybe is working on their first deal? What would you tell them? Uh, I think I think I would say take all the information you've learned and gathered and just run with it and and do it and commit commit to the project. Um, you know, I feel like that's kind of where. I learned all these hard lessons throughout the whole process of this, but me 
not getting discouraged, looking at the bigger picture and, you know, imagining myself going to closing and picking up this check. Um, I would say just commit to the project and, and continue, continue to run with it. You know, of course, look at everything, look at the, look at overall costs, look at numbers, make sure everything does make sense, but don't get discouraged if you run into any hiccups along the way. Yeah. I love that. Great advice. I, I think I agree. You know, um, the education process or the learning process is so valuable, but it, it'll only take you so far in your journey. It's the actually going through the experience where you're going to learn a whole nother level of learning happens. And that's going to make you so much better at the business than just learning only, right? You're never, right. never going to, there's always more to learn. You've probably learned more than enough to actually go get, get started and do a deal. Most people, they probably already know enough to, to get oh, yeah. started. <laughs> yeah. If, 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 if they're anything like me and they're just binge watching your videos <laughs> yeah, for a year, you've got enough information. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, move on it sooner than later. I wish yeah. I would have started doing this two years ago instead of just this last year. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, keep us posted. Really excited for your success and uh, want to hear, you know, share Thank with you. me your deals as you, as you progress and do deals. Okay. Yeah. That sounds awesome. great. Thank you.